ladies and gents. Welcome to episode 13 of Beef's Beef on this cold Friday before New Year's Eve. Uh, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, because uh, like I stated on Facebook earlier from my friends, this is definitely going to be an interesting episode for sure. Um, again, this is the last episode of the new year, so this is your last chance to listen to this and go see my friends over at Big Fireworks. Again, everything in the store is 50% off. Clarksville, Indiana, right next to the Golden Corral, right off of 65. Go over there, see my friends, get some get some good deals on fireworks, and always remember, be safe, and that fireworks are legal to light in the southern Indiana and Louisville area for New Year's. So, uh, of course, today is UK UofL Basketball Day. The game is already over. If you can't tell by my voice, I'm not very happy. Um, we didn't play well, for one. That's where I'll definitely start at. We did not play well. Uh, we made definitely some boneheaded mistakes. Um, but I, I don't think, I don't think we were helped at all, which I'm not saying that the referees owe us anything or anything like that, but when you're playing on the road in one of the most hostile environments in all of college basketball, one of the toughest to play, toughest places to play historically, in all of college basketball. You'd like the game to at least be called fairly. Now, when I stated this stuff on Facebook, I got blown up. Well, all you all did was do this. You all didn't attack the rim. Negative. And for all my UK fan friends that are going to listen to this episode and are still going to disagree with me, guess what I did? Because I thought, hey, you know what? There's a lot of emotion that's coming from me from my favorite team just losing in the biggest college basketball rivalry there that there is. People can say Duke, North Carolina. I don't care. It's not bigger than Louisville, Kentucky. Um, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's me just being upset that my team just got absolutely embarrassed. On national TV, I have friends that are UK fans. I got friends that are friends that are texting me. When we're getting blown out, talking about this, talking about that, blah, blah, blah. Of course it's going to frustrate me. <clears throat> but when it really, really, really boiled over and when it, it kind of set in, I mean, I looked up and the fouls in the second half were 7-0. to zero. And I hop on Facebook and say, after we get our first foul call and it's 7-1, to one, I say, oh, look, we got one. And it started from there. So... After that, I had people commenting saying, "Oh well, you all never, you all didn't drive and attack the basket. This, you all didn't do this. Kentucky attacked from the beginning. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Louisville did. First of all, what started this whole debacle of the terrible, terrible calls that were going against Louisville and going in Kentucky's way was the overturn of the goaltend. How how can you overturn a goaltend?" You literally just called it, and then they tried to say that it was tipped. Uh, it wasn't tipped for one. You can't go and overturn. It, that was where it all started. So then you go there, and then a couple of plays later, you have a Diallo foul. Uh, if you can't, you can't see me because I'm doing a podcast, but I'm doing air quotes right now, where he got fouled and got an one, and no one even touched him. And, and that's where it started. At the end of the first half, the free throw, the free throw differential was. 
18 to 5. 18 to 5. When you're on the road in Rupp Arena, you're going to be down when your free throw when your free throw differential is 18 to 5 at the end of the first half. They're losing by 14. Let's just say that they cut that def, that deficit in half for free throws. That probably cuts the deficit in half and makes it a whole different second half. Now, Quade Green comes out in the second half, first play, hits a fantastic jump shot right right in Quinn Snyder's face. Can't argue with that. Hit a great shot. And there was great shots hit by Kentucky, but there were so many times when I went back and watched that first half because literally I went back and watched it immediately after it was over. And I, I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe I'm being biased. Maybe because I'm a Louisville fan. This, No. There was play after play after play after play after play after play that was just like one. It started with the Diallo foul, and then it, then Gilgis Alexander uh, <clears throat> absolutely ran over Quentin Snyder when Quentin Snyder was trying to drive to the basket when we weren't driving to the basket apparently. Uh, Quentin went to the rim twice and got hammered. Uh, Dangadell had two and ones that were called off because they were not. Because he wasn't gathered. I'll give you the first one, maybe. But the second one, he was definitely in a shooting motion already. And they took away the end one. So that's another three points that were off right there. Uh, Jordan Noir took a terrible three. The ball bounces over the other side of the rim. Goes towards the out-of-bounds. Malik Williams and uh, I believe it was Diallo are, are fighting for the ball. Diallo standing out-of-bounds. And they call the ball out off of Malik Williams. <clears throat> so... There's going to be some people that listen to this podcast and say, man, I can't believe how homerish he's being this and this. We watched the same game. I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying that Louisville played fan, like world beaters. I'm not saying that. But it's it's a totally different ball game when you're playing on the road with an inexperienced coach. And, again, people can say, well, before the game you picked them to win. You're right, I did. We hadn't. We obviously hadn't played in in a in a an arena like this. Purdue, I, I I still give Purdue credit, but I don't know. I don't I don't know what it is. I did give I did say we were going to win. I did, and I'm wrong. I was wrong. Obviously, I was wrong. The final score was ninety to sixty one. Louisville didn't win, so obviously, I was wrong. But we're playing on the road, inexperienced, coached, terrible substitution patterns, and again, I I'm still on the on the side of not blaming David Patches. This isn't David Patches' fault. Uh, did he did he make mistakes in this game? Absolutely. But it's not his fault that he was thrown into something he wasn't ready for. Um, it frustrates me. I, I I wish he would stand up sometimes though. I, I on the other on the other hand, and sit some guys that he won't. Like he refuses to sit Dangadell. Why I have no idea. Dangadell gave us. Dangadell was 4 of 12, 1 of 6 from the three-point line. Had 13 points, 3 turnovers. Four, he actually rebounded decently well today. 4 rebounds, and he played 36 minutes. I mean, 4 of his 13 points were from the free-throw line. So frustrating because he just jacked up 3 after 3, after 3, after 3. And then we have VJ King, who was 5 of 10, 1 of 3 from the three-point line. One of ten or one of one from the free throw line, twelve points, four rebounds, and he keeps taking him. He plays twenty four minutes, so it's like the guys that you actually feel like are making a stride and actually playing well, 
you take out of the game. I thought Q looked decent in stretches. I thought overall Q did not play well. Uh, I thought he waited way too long to put Perry in the game. I was, I'll say this. Um, I think that I think that Malik Williams actually showed me something today. He actually went down and battled. Um, but again, I'm I'm not gonna. There's certain things you can take from this, and I'm not like I know Mahmoud had four points and four rebounds, but I look at the 16 minutes. Uh, I mean, there was just so many ticky tack fouls that were called against Louisville that either a they didn't touch them, or like there was the the play on the breakaway with Diallo where Lance Thomas, who shouldn't even have been in the game, swings at him and totally misses him. And Diallo hits a layup and they call name one. Plays like that are what frustrated me in this game. Every angle they showed, not one time did you ever see that he actually touched them. And if there's any Kentucky fans on here that hate on LeBron James because they say he flops, I swear I will have you on here and we would debate till my till my face is blue. If I have to see Gilgis Alexander dribble the ball one more time and flail his arms in his head again. I'm going to stop watching basketball. It's He does it. Diallo does it. It's it's what basketball is turning into. But you can't say that one person does it and the other person doesn't do it. It's I don't see I knew this one was going to be an interesting episode because I knew that I was still going to be messed I was still going to be pissed off about this game and I still am pissed off one because I don't think we played well. Um uh, I can't say that you guys didn't play that Kentucky didn't play well cuz they scored 90 points. Um uh, but I definitely didn't think Gilgis Alexander was going to drop 24 points on us. I mean, I looked at our stats here. Uh, I have the stats pulled up on the computer beside me. And every player, even down to two players that played five minutes, and Dwayne Sutton and Lance Thomas. Actually, uh, Lance Thomas played five minutes, and Dwayne Sutton played five minutes, like I just said. And Darius Perry played seven minutes. All three of those players right there combined for nine fouls. So that is 12, 17 minutes, and they had nine fouls between three of them. Every player that played for Louisville had at least one foul, except for Dangadale, which is not surprising because the dude is soft. So I, I hate to say that about a, about a college kid on my favorite team, but he frustrates me more than any player that I've, that I've ever watched for Louisville. Uh, <clears throat> now... With me saying all this stuff, this does not mean that I've given up on Louisville season. This does not mean anything like that. This just means this was very frustrating today. And it's funny because I'm actually, I actually have the Kentucky-Northwestern bowl game on right now. And um, as I was prepping to do this episode, uh, I look up and uh, Benny Snell gets a, I don't know if it was a toss or, or a pass that he caught, but he's running, he steps out of bounds, and then gets tackled, and is about to get up. The referee puts his hands out on his shoulder pads, and Benny Snell pushes his hands off, which I don't think he did anything wrong, and the referee tossed him for making contact with an official. So, you know what I did? My very first move was, I'm going to go to Facebook. I want to see how many Kentucky fans are complaining about this officiating. And lo and behold, there was about four or five of them. So guess what, Kentucky fans? How does it feel to have the referees dictate how a game goes? Doesn't feel very good, does it? So, no, it doesn't. 
they were wrong in this. I'm not saying that every call that they made against Louisville were, were bad calls. I'm not saying that. I'm not naive enough to say that. But when you look at the stats at the end of the game, and the free throw differential is 30-13, 30-13, and three of Louisville's free throws were shot in the last three minutes. And then you have other people that are like, well, they shot three of 25 from the three-point line. You're right. And guess what? Eight of those 25 three-point shots were taken in the last six minutes of the game when the game was already over. So think about that. And none of those were made. So at that point, they still weren't shooting well. But 3 of 17 looks a lot better than 3 of 25. At that point, it was, oh, I'm just going to jack up a 3 because we're already, we've already lost. I'm trying to pad my stats. Whether that's a good or a bad thing, 8 of the 25 threes, which is a third of the 3-point shots that we took, were taken in the last 6 minutes of the game when the game was already over. And if you don't think that I'm, if you think that I'm lying, go look it up. Because I looked it up, I'll even look it up again and tell you what the tell you what the score was when I'm talking about it. Because once once the second half started, you know there was a it was 14 points, it's 41 to 27 at halftime. <clears throat> and to come out of the second half, like I said, Quadi Green hit a hit a really nice shot in, in Quentin Snyder's face, which you know there's nothing there was there was no better defense that you could play, but. There was, let's see, with six, the last one that I was talking about, the three-pointer was with 6-16. The score was 78-50. to 50. I mean, with 6-56, or with 6-16 left. So we'll just go from there. 6-16 left in the game. Jordan Nawara, one, two, three. Four, five, six. Sorry, there was six. Six of the 25. So Louisville was three of 19 with uh, three or with six, 16 left in the game, down 78 to 50. The game's already over at that point. So, yes, they shot a terrible percentage from the three point line. I'm not going to argue that. They did. They shot three of 25. But. To say that they just kept jacking them up the whole game, no, I mean, <clears throat> that's they were they had already shot them, or they they shot six of them with it with, I mean, no, the, go back and watch as an unbiased fan, because like I said, the only reason I went back was because I knew that I was recording this episode, and that I knew that I have a lot of friends that are Kentucky fans that I work with that I that I work with, that I hang out with on a on a regular basis that will ask me stuff as a Louisville fan because they know that I'm level-headed. And that's something that I try to stay. And look, I get upset. I mean, it's my favorite team. I don't like I don't I don't like losing to Kentucky. I don't like when my team loses to anybody. But I went back and watched it because I was like, "All right. I'm I'm called a level-headed fan. I want to stay that way." So I'm going to go back and watch it. So I went back and watched it. And to be 100% honest with you, I texted my buddy Tony and I said, man, I'm watching this again. And to be 100% honest with you, this is worse than I remembered. There were so many calls in that first half 
that changed the momentum of that game. That it's frustrating. It, it really is. And you know, I had people comment on there, like my brother comments on there. I'm sure, I'm sure the referees' calls will uh, will make you lose by thirty. So here's my here's my rebuttal to that. So you're playing on the road. You're down four. Well, let's just say we're down four with you know 25-21. There's a couple plays that go the other team's way. There's the Diallo phantom <laughs> phantom foul call, and then you come down. You do take an ill-advised shot, which I have stated multiple times. We took ill-advised shots. I'm not debating that. I'm not saying that we did not take bad shots. We took bad shots. <clears throat> but then you come down. Now you're down six. So then you come down, and Gilgis Alexander drives, throws up a crazy shot, it goes in, and then they call some weak foul again. So that right there is a five-point swing in two plays because because of the terrible, terrible officiating that had that that killed Louisville the whole first half. The second half again, it started out seven to nothing, but I, I don't know that this. Did the, and then you get to that point, and it just snowballs and snowballs and snowballs. You're on the road. You're in a hostile environment, in a rivalry game. And one thing that I will say that I will reference back to what I said the other day was, you know, you have more experience with our team. We have a veteran team. But one thing that that you always notice, especially if you watch the Kentucky teams that are always one-and-done players, you always notice that, more often than not, these guys play off of emotion. Freshmen play off of emotion more than anything. Unless you're just a superstar like an Anthony Davis or Carl Anthony Towns or, you know, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, somebody like that, you're, most of the time your game is going to go off of how the game starts. If the crowd starts getting into it and they're with you, you're going to start playing a lot better. It's just a young mentality type thing. It's only... Once you start playing more games, once you get, you know, sophomore, junior year, once you start getting used to this type of stuff, do you start playing off of, again, this, I'm saying most of the time, you'll have certain players, like I just said, that don't always do that. So, you take this team that up until today looked like a non-cohesive unit, uh, coming off of a loss to a not very good UCLA team, which makes me kind of wonder where they're looking ahead of this game, I don't know, especially with what Quad A. Green said that, he wants to give all the Kentucky fans a Christmas present beating Kentucky. And, well, he gave them a big Christmas present because they beat the brakes off of it. So you take a look at that stuff and you wonder, okay, the motion starts going into it. You see a couple shots go in. You go to the free throw line. You get, you're taking free throws. When no one's guarding you, you're literally just shooting free throws. So then the crowd starts getting behind you. Then you get up. Boom, boom, boom. Then you get a 14 at halftime. And then you get the ball, and you hit your first shot coming out of the half. Now the crowd's really into it. And just the momentum snowballs. So, yes, terrible foul calls can snowball into a game like that. I I can think of a game back when I was an assistant coach back at Moore. We were playing actually against Quentin Snyder. And we had a couple foul calls on our point guard, who was one of the best players in the state, in the first two or three minutes, putting two fouls. He had to sit out the whole rest of the first half. We end up getting busted. And everyone's like, well, how can you even try to think that you're on the same level as them? You're not. 
look how bad you all lost. And I was like, you have to see how it goes. Referees can shape, have the, have the, what's the word I'm looking for? Have the ability to change a game completely. They do. I'm, and I'm not blaming this loss solely on the referees, but I'm tired of seeing the Kentucky fans today saying that the referees didn't have any part in because they definitely did. The, the foul differential wouldn't be as big as it was. And then I see people saying, oh, well, see, the foul differential is only 25 to 19. Yeah, because they called so many fouls at the end for for you all to close that differential. Whenever I made a, a Facebook status towards the end of the second half, the diff, the foul differential was, 24, was 25 to 13. 25 to 13, 12, a 12 foul differential. And then they started making these foul calls for, for you all down towards down towards the end when the game's already over. It was a joke. Louisville did not play well. I'm not giving up on the season. I'm not. Uh, it just it sucks to lose to your rival and especially to get embarrassed like this. Um, it sucks. So to the Kentucky fans that are my friends that didn't say anything, that didn't hop on social media and, and say anything, congratulations. To my friends that did still say stuff, congratulations, your team won. Uh, to the people that said stuff and I don't really like you, I I don't care. I don't like your team. But um, it sucks. Today sucks. <laughs> and I know that there's going to be a lot of Kentucky fans that are going to enjoy listening to this one because this one is a lot of emotion putting this one because I'm still pretty perturbed. About the loss, and the game ended over three hours ago, probably. So, uh, with that, it's going to take me to my beef. My beef today is the fact that oh, I didn't plan my vacation days better, so I'm stuck in this cold, 30-degree uh, weather, which it feels way colder than that after this terrible loss, when I have friends that are down in Jacksonville where it's 55 or 60 degrees, even though it doesn't look sunny, but still, you guys can wear a light jacket and feel okay. And I'm stuck up here in this 30-degree weather, sulking my sulking in this loss that we just got absolutely embarrassed in to where I could be sitting down in the Florida sun with a bunch of friends going to watch Lamar Jackson play his last game. So to my friends down there, if you do listen to this before the game tomorrow, go Cards. I hope we get the big W against – Mississippi State to end the season um, and what I think is Lamar Jackson's last game uh, especially with what he said today he says he playing in the bowl game because he felt like he owed it to the fans and his teammates so I think that pretty much solidifies it so enjoy the weather keep enjoying my podcast if you're enjoying it especially you Kentucky fans that I know are going to listen to this one because you are waiting after I said this was going to be an interesting one so Again, if if you debated with me or argued with me on Facebook earlier, be an unbiased fan and go back and watch the first half and literally watch where we drove to the rim and try and tried to catch our and tried to get foul calls but didn't. Then we got a couple foul calls, but there was a lot of missed calls in that game that went toward against Louisville that should have been called. So guys, I encourage you, please keep listening. Please keep sharing. Please keep doing everything. I, I saw a couple of people that were friends with some of my friends that, that actually liked my Facebook page today. Thank you guys so much for spreading the word. 
keep listening, keep subscribing, keep like, keep sharing, keep everything. Again, this is Beast Beef. Y'all have a good day and a good weekend, and better yet, Happy New Year. Later.